bitches bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Erica. And I'm Amy. And it's misogynist of the week time. I'm super excited. Oh, God. Again. <laughs> um, as much as I love misogynist of the week in general, I'm pretty pumped for this one. I'm- Guys, don't be too excited, okay? A man was extorted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Amy, I am so sorry. You're so right. (laughs) So fortune is never a laughing matter. (laughs) So we're so (laughs) sorry. So who is it? I don't know. I don't even know who we're talking about. Our misogynist of the week is the member of parliament for Perry Sound, Muskoka, Tony Clement, who resigned this week. Uh, from all of his committee roles after admitting to sharing sexually explicit photos and a video with a woman whom he alleged to try- then tried to extort him for a mere 50,000 euros. Oh, my God. Just give them the damn money. <laughs> um, and then 50 it was euros. That's so... 50,000. 50,000. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, only um, it was then found out that it wasn't just an isolated case, which led to him being kicked out of the conservative caucus by uh, leader Andrew Scheer. And, uh, you know, actually, within the hours of the initial announcement, which was buried amid U.S. midterm election coverage. very savvy. Was it? Uh, apparently, he knew about this back oh, in I March. Know. Yeah. So, he, uh, he interesting s- choice of timing. I mean, yes and no, because a lot of people were also on the internet at that exact same time. So, I don't know. How apparently savvy not on Instagram. so uh within hours of the initial announcement women all over canadian politics twitter were sharing their experience of being contacted by tony clement on instagram with creepy innuendo so um following the um clement being kicked out of conservative caucus sheer said you know it wasn't an isolated incident and finally within uh i would say 36 hours almost 40 hours of the initial announcement on the Tuesday, November 6th, Tony Clement wrote a letter to his Perry Sound Muskoka constituents acknowledging his poor decisions that had led to acts of infidelity. Um, he detailed other inappropriate exchanges that led to a woman, well, a first woman being offered money by an anonymous social media account in exchange for the disclosure of intimate and personal information. Um, and then it was there was a second time more recently where he was you know trying to be blackmailed <sighs> so i think i think it totals about two or three times where this was happening and uh in his letter to constituents he framed his creepiness on instagram and social media as a disease he needed he needed to seek help from and that he'll find quote the help and treatment I need in my personal life to make sure that this will not happen again. Oh, is that the same help and treatment he denied to like drug users? Yeah. So back when he was, you know, there are a lot of uh, issues. Um, So the first one is national security. So Tony Clement, in addition to being um, in the shadow cabinet for the, the conservatives, he was also a member of the top secret national security and intelligence committee 
a special joint parliamentary committee composed of MPs and senators that oversee the work of the country's intelligence agencies, including the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, the Communications Security Establishment Agency, uh, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, and the Canada Border Services Agency. Um, And uh, also, the whole thing kind of led to this weird conversation about whether or not Tony Clement was actually one exhibited creepy behavior online towards women, but uh, was also simultaneously a victim in this whole situation. Um, Ottawa feminist Julie Lalonde uh, wrote on Twitter that if Clement were a woman, she doubts that people would have reacted to the sexting in the same way and that the idea that Clement shouldn't hold office because he sent sex, thereby creating the opportunity to be extorted, is a form of victim blaming. As, uh, okay, so first of all, that's not what anyone is saying. So I want to I wanna start out by saying Tony Clement is a victim of extortion, and that is wrong, but that is the end of where he's a victim. Uh, absolutely, I would agree. I think, like, so the sexting is not the issue. It's not that the sexting was exploitable. It is the fact that he does weird shit online under an official MP account. Mm. So, like... Tony Clement, I'm sure I, I'm sure 50 percent of the people listening to this have already had Tony have had in the past Tony Clement like a picture of theirs on Instagram. It has happened to me, <laughs> particularly it's if you're to Aaron. in your t- like t- early to mid early 20s to early 30s. I feel like and my, even 30s pushing it. I feel like my blackness would, is a shield. Yeah. <laughs> it's poten- potentially, yeah, that that, that yeah. may be real. Yeah, I mean, also like it's not just any pictures. This is the other thing that irked me. There were like journalists, like Justin Lang, being like, "Oh, Tony Clement likes my pictures." First of all, Tony Clement knows you. Tony Clement does not know me. I've no. never met Tony Clement, but I do. For some reason, Tony Clement shows up in my Twitter liking only pictures of my cleavage because uh, and that's where the se- like being it, sexual online like that's the annoying thing is if you're sexual online you're suddenly attracting someone with a verified twitter account the mp of prairie sound muskoka whatever who then turns up and likes your things and slides into your dms and where is it where's the analysis but, of the, power but, but you this? don't even have to be sexual online no try no. Ha- like having be- like having large breasts in like any shirt to be that fair, goes, it was a you sexy, know, some of them were whatever. Sexy the point is, is that is that it doesn't even have to go there. But the thing is, is like this isn't just an Ottawa problem, it's an Ontario every- problem. I know people, yeah. people out west, out in BC, which is like the furthest point from Ontario that you could get, have this same experience. I don't know how he finds them. I don't know what he's doing, but it is fucking creepy and deliberate and. Like if he and it's not and some you know there were other arguments. Oh, people are shaming him because he has an affair or saying that affairs no. are bad. I don't give a fuck if you have an affair. I don't care I where you. I give a fuck. I also think you can meet people online. I think you can have sex yep. people. We've all done all of these things. I am so fine with any of that. This is not Nude about that. photos. I'm fine. Whatever. With, like and whatever. I I don't think that we should be shaming people for nude photos and stuff like that. Like it happens. Like no. whatever. But this is a member or part who goes out looking for people he has no reason to talk to who don't live near him he has no chance of ever meeting them in real life just to go and play his power games online and exploit his position and his verified fucking Instagram account and that's all the of point. that shit matters that's the fucking point that is that's the, the point. part of it that made it exploitable not that he was doing that stuff as private 
person. Like, let's not get into a private person, whoever, like the Jim Watson Twitter account. But this is someone <laughs> using an official government account as a government actor or as an elected representative. Not like, yeah, it doesn't have a private account that he's going off doing these no. things. And it's like, and when we say open secret, I mean, everybody knows this. Conservative strategists are coming out being like, I can't believe Andrew Scheer didn't just kick him out. We all knew this. Everybody in Ottawa knew it. Everyone who works for the Conservative Party, except apparently Andrew Scheer knew it. Because he's Listen, a coward. Andrew Scheer is a coward. Willful okay. Blindness. That's why he's still there. He's also very like Puritan. And it's just like, oh, like, I can't imagine anyone would ever do that. Why? Like what? What is what is this? I I hate this deer in the headlights thing that Andrew Shear plays on this coy bullshit. Because if you're that coy and that dumb, you shouldn't be where you are. If not, you're fucking lying to me, and I have an issue. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. I get it. Next, okay. Tell us about the hypocrisy of Tony. Okay, so. (laughs) All right. Okay. So here is I got my mic like like. Like I'm about to belt out a Whitney Houston tune. Like I, this is where I'm at right now. Because let me tell you about Tony Clement. Tony Clement decided to institute um, on public servants. By the way, anybody who's coming into the public service and needs security clearance, when he was president of the Treasury Board in 2015, he made sure and instituted these new guidelines the public servants had to have a credit check and their fingerprints taken for them to get fucking security clearance so anybody with bad or ravaged credit couldn't get security clearance and couldn't get a fucking job with the public service meanwhile tony clement is there creeping people on instagram and i want to ask where the how the fuck did he get security clearance because this these committees these national security parliamentary committees were just formed like last year so how the fuck did he get like secure top secret not just secret not just confidential okay so there are different levels of security clearance and top secret is like the top level aside from like the pm security yeah exactly that like a basics like a member of parliament can have so one i want to know where the fuck was the rcmp and CSIS on this they didn't check his instagram they didn't check social media what the fuck Okay, first of all, second of all, why is it that Tony Clement can put these onerous standards on other people, but get away with running around town, fucking sliding into people's DMs like that in a creepy fucking way, using a government account? Like, this is what is killing me, okay? So where the fuck is the RCMP and CSIS on that? And he is preventing people who are probably law-abiding citizens who probably got into some trouble with their credit or maybe got into some trouble when they were younger like like normal fucking people and telling them that they can't get a job get the fuck out of here so i have two two points one do you think tony clement believes that his instagram account is a work account I think uh, Instagram does because it's sure. verified. Uh, yes. So good luck pretending that it's not because no one gives a fuck you, about yeah, normal do you think he Joe it? Blow, Tony Clement. Listen, that was my argument about Jim Watson. <laughs> um, sure. And you know what? Jim Watson now agrees. So <laughs> everybody's I winning. mean, not according to his Twitter bio. 
Sure, but I mean, he's, he's, literally he's, he's sure. conceded yes. that. Yes. Um, second point, um, I think the he probably already had the security clearance before he got on the committee, so they probably wouldn't have looked. Oh, uh, I think they renew it. That's that anyway. They, they renew it. Regardless, the thing is, the thing is, is that like it was his duty to report any changes. That's what's fucked about to this. the Privy Council or to whomever to say like, oh, like this situation happened and he didn't. Well, apparently, there are two women that he was seeing. No, no shame or shade at those two ladies or the fact no. that he had two relation two. Apparently three ongoing relationships. No one's taking issue with that. Two of the women he was dating in the spring, both who also know each other, both confirmed and came out publicly saying that Tony told them back in March that he was being extorted and then did nothing about it for several months. So he knew and people who are friends or never had relationships with him knew. So he wasn't fully making a secret of it. He clearly wasn't ashamed of it because he told the people in his life. So in terms of an extortion value, I don't know that it was a high extortion value, but he but he didn't disclose it that's the real that's the like problem. that's the huge security risk they didn't have the wherewithal to know that he was he was opening himself up to some issue and he should have reported to somebody that he as at, not just as a private person but him someone who sits on this count national security council who's an elected member of parliament is being compromised in this way whether or not he thinks he's that also he's, the justice critic whatever yeah. that means I, you know, like, yeah, I, no, it's I, outrageous. It's it, outrageous. He thinks he, he was acting as if he was above the law in this weird way. I mean, I get the question about whether or not this is extortable. And like, I think that's what Justin and Julie, Julie were trying to get at is the idea that like, should someone should we think that it, it is worth it is worth uh, being careful about these things because by do, by saying you shouldn't do X and Y, we're implicitly like saying those things are bad and could be extorted. But I don't and and, and analogies have been made to like in the past people who were gay and closeted that that was considered a liability yeah. and would fail their security clearance. But that's not what we're saying. But the thing is, is that like if he wanted to sext people, there are so many other ways that were more secure for him to do it. Well, that like that's the thing. And like also, I don't think it's this. I don't think it's the same as saying someone who is gay has to deny their like, you know, immutable like identity from being exercised. I think that is a discriminatory practice. I think it's very different to say, Tony Clement, you have to be careful as we as anyone who is elected about anything they do online with what you share and how you share it. That's a very different thing. And also in the process of carrying out your official duties, could you not creep young women out who are themselves trying to have healthy sexual lives online without you like, you know, creeping on in there? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I thought that here's my issue with um, with with what Julie said. OK, is that she, it seems that she has not addressed the power imbalance. This is a man. It's not that, like you said, it's not that we're saying that, you know, anybody who has sent nudes or who has sexted or anything like that can't hold a certain office. That's not it. What it is, is that, is that Tony Clement has a power, there's an, there's, a power imbalance built in. This is not only a member of parliament, but sits on committees that have to do with national security and surveillance. Okay. Which means he is 
worthy of extortion because he's got state secrets. Not only that, but I don't know how much direction he can actually imply on those parliamentary committees in terms of that surveillance. That's my issue. That is a material point in this. He's a victim of extortion. That's it. He is not a victim of being victim blamed. That is my problem because of that power imbalance and what he has access to. How do you know he doesn't have access to surveillance to surveillance of those women? Mm. Yeah. Like he's wholly untrustworthy or like and and. I think that's what everyone should be concerned about. I think we've let this conversation like veer, not us, but the the national conversations veer way too offside. Yeah. Yeah. And like part of the discussion is that like no one's saying that he should resign. I absolutely 100% think he should resign and he is not fit for office. Um, And like no one's talking about it. He's like, he talks in his letter to his constituents. Oh, you know, my ego and vanity kept, you know, like made me feel good to like have these young women like, you know, sexing with me and like thinking that I was attractive and whatever. But like that same ego and vanity is keeping him in office. Yeah. And that is going to continue to be his downfall. And I don't know how he can, on the one hand, continue serving his constituents to getting the quote unquote help he needs. And three, trying to maintain, uh, rebuild his relationship with his wife. Like those are three things that are very, very important. And you're going to fuck it up. Not only that, can we talk about his going for help bullshit? Listen, I like like, oh, well, I have a problem that I need to get fixed. So I'm going to go off to this. This is a man who criminalized many, many Canadians for their um, addiction issues. Mm. Yet he can go off into La La Land and, and just be like, oh, I have a problem. Give me my yoga and my massage. Fuck well, you. And clearly he's known he has a problem, like, because it's been, one, it's been happening for months now, and two, uh, it's been happening for years. I'm sure he's been, like, rebuffed. Up. I'm sure so, like, and I I would hope, and I'm disappointed that no one of all this, open people who say this is an open secret, which I totally agree, no one in the Conservative Party thought to, like, set him aside these conservative strategists who are saying sheer shouldn't be surprised why did no one step in and say hey tony you know you might want to dial it down a notch you're making people uncomfortable to the point that i hear about it everywhere i go young women come up to me and tell me you're making them feel uncomfortable maybe you shouldn't do this and, and he no- could have gotten therapy anytime if his issue is ego i mean i don't know do you guys remember when tony clement was really big on twitter yeah he would like he saw justin bieber once at mm-hmm. an airport there was that whole thing he went to coachella like you know oh my like, god he does he has has a little bit of an yeah. ego driven like social media presence some of it i'm sure was fun and a lot of people probably thought he was like bringing some life to the conservative party but for everybody else who did hear these like rumors and did nothing about it i'm kind of like your I, side I, like, eye yeah i'm, yeah, I'm like mm, you can't really like sit on like a high horse now and like you know be pissed that andrew Shear did not do anything about this Nobody told Andrew Shear, hey, you may want to watch this guy. Right? We all, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Step up. Like, what the fuck? Are you all fucking sycophants? Like, that's what I want to know. Andrew Shear did nothing about Maxim Bernier, so he's not going to do anything. Yeah, and I am, I am, I I will say it here first. Maxim Bernier will split that vote. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Fuck all those political pundits who think they know the country they're living in. They do not. Because they're all fucking white. 
There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't vote for him. Yeah, you know what? He's going to split that vote. Anyway, that's a side. Anyway, any parting Tony Clement? Fuck isn't? Tony Clement. Fuck Tony Clement and fuck the conservative party that coddled his ass. Fuck them all. Well, on that note, this has been Misogynist of the Week, Tony Clement edition. <laughs> uh, get social with us. Follow us on Twitter at Bad and Bitchy, on Instagram at Bad and Bitchy Pod, on Facebook slash Bad and B Podcast, and email us at Pod at gmail.com. Bye! Bye. 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 Bye.